Welcome in to Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And uh, we're coming back. We got a few uh, debuts. We got a series debut. We got a season debut. We got a season finale kind of part one. Um, so let's get into it. Um, the first off okay. is, so we, we, we are finalizing the award show. We are planning on doing it next week. It should all be out. It's probably going to be two parts because it's huge. Um, just for movies and TV. But we're planning on doing it next week, so we will have that. Um, but one of the things that will definitely, I can tell you right now, one of the nominees for uh, Late to the Party, which is shows that we just, everyone, it came out a while, we just caught it late, and that's Ghosts. Um, it's the, uh, I don't know about episodic, it's the, uh, what, would you, what do you call these types? The multi-camera? Sitcom. 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 <laughs> sitcom. All right. So it is very sitcom-y. Um, on CBS called Ghosts, and I, I I kept seeing commercials for it the few times I'm on cable, and, and it looked good. I liked like I liked the the main guy Ukarsh um, yeah. Ambukar. Uh, I liked him in um, Brockmire, and I'd seen him in a few other things. It looked funny. Um, then finally, you convinced me. All right, we got to watch this. So I we started watching it. You blew through the entire first season in about a week. <laughs> I had no self-control. Uh, uh, it, it was amazing. I saw him in uh, White Famous, and I remember thinking, oh, well, this guy's just going to be great. <laughs> and uh, he, was a, he was a main character in that, and uh, with Jay Farrow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, every, everything I've seen him in since was great. And it's funny, this one, he does the least amount of comedy. I mean, he's more the straight man. He is, yeah. That has some funny moments here and there and funny, like, outlooks on things but i wouldn't say he's at all doing the heavy lifting on the comedy side which is kind of funny no but he is doing what i thought going in but he is doing a heavy uh, like he is doing some lifting on as the straight man because basically the premise is a young couple's dream comes true when they inherit a beautiful country house this is the the wife she inherits a, a country house from her family uh, only to find it's both falling apart and inhabited by many of the deceased previous re- residents. They are from the city, from New York City, and she convinces him, "Hey, let's move out here, and we'll turn this place into an Airbnb, or Airbnb, to a uh, bread bed breakfast, a quaint little <laughs> bed, breakfast. bed breakfast." And uh, so they move out there. There's ghosts that are already living in there. I think there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ghosts. Um, they can't see them. Uh, the previous resident was like her, the the wife's great great grandmother. She passes, and so they're like, "All right, well, it looks like we're going to get another, another person." They can't leave the, the the grounds of the the house, so they move in. The girl has a falls down the stairs, hits her head. Now she can see ghosts, and so she can. She was talk. dead for three minutes. Yeah. So so now because of that, she's able to see the the other dead. Yeah. And not just at her house, but anywhere. Yeah. And it is rife for comedy uh, because <laughs> the dead have been there f- and what often is not talked about in things like this for millennia some, on some of their cases yeah in some of their cases yeah and uh for a long time i should have said centuries uh in most of their cases in some some 10 20 30 years but there's a good spread of people from different eras which makes it great yeah uh and and they've never been able to see somebody else who can interact with them so it's so f- it's what makes it to me so funny is the that dual aspect of her being able to see ghosts, but also them being needy and attention starved and lonely and being able to see her. Yeah. And it's, Oh my God, it has just been, it has been the funniest thing, uh, in a long time. 
Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. No, it's it's been uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Um there's yeah. um so the the different ghosts. Oh man, my IMDb just crapped out on me. Um so the different ghosts are you've got and I'm going to try yeah, and do this in order of like how long how, they've how been long? there. Yeah. So there's okay. Thorfinn. Why is it not ghost isn't coming up? That's so weird. Um, Thorfinn, so yeah. Thorfinn is uh, probably the oldest. He was the Viking, and he's you even kind of find out he watched over um, some of them when when yes. they're sleeping. Uh, God, the, the IMDb desktop version is by far the worst. Like it never works. Uh, it just stopped working on me. I don't know what's going on. I, it's so weird. I've never had a problem with it. It's it, the desktop version always is worse. The the app version is much better. So. Um, so there's Thorfinn who is played by Devin Chandler Long. I was kind of looking into it. He played football at the University of Oregon. He's also Flex Mentallo, which I didn't realize that from Doom Patrol. Yeah, who was so yeah, great. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, he was awesome in that. Yeah, and then um, after that, I would say it'd be Roman Zaragoza who plays Sassipus, who is a Native American. Uh, then you have Rebecca Wazowski playing Hetty Woodstone who is like a Victorian-era, uh, well-to-do woman who, it's funny because she's like, oh, darn my female brain, I can't comprehend these things. And uh, <laughs> My woman brain, yeah. Yeah, and when they're wanting to take a, a vote to on, on who can be their leader, she's like, well, I can't vote. And uh, <laughs> Well, she, she said specifically that some, another woman couldn't. She's like, well, I don't want to take your vote, you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're, 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 your brain can't handle these things. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Then I would say the next is, oh, wow, you know what? I missed over I, around the... Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. around the uh, Native American would have been Brandon Scott Jones playing Isaac Higgintoot, who is the uh, closeted <laughs> homosexual... Um, commander of uh, an American army during the revolution uh, yeah. who was I thought his character Arch nemesis yeah. yeah I thought his character was going to get kind of old but he's one of my favorites uh, he is easily my favorite yeah. yeah I mean but I like all of them so but like I like him I like Thorfinn I like Hetty um, I like I guess the next one would be well, let's finish the roll call okay yeah, so that... Daniel Pinnock plays Alberta Haynes who is a uh, prohibition era singer um, and she's black, yeah. so there's racism during that time, which, she, you know, she always brings up. She's like, oh, yeah, my dad had this restaurant, and it was great, but we couldn't do anything because, you know, racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, after that would be probably Hippie. yeah, Flower, played by Sheila Carrasco, who also seems like she should be not – it seems like she's too. she should be too much, but she's not. She's like – they yeah. use her just – they use everyone just enough. Um, they really do. Then around the same time would be Asher Grodman plays Trevor, who's the Wall Street finance bro, and then Richie Moriarty plays Pete Martino, who is the the simple okay. like sweet uh, Boy Scout troop leader who gets shot in the neck with an arrow, so he's got an arrow <laughs> in his neck the whole time. And uh, I loved his origin. Like you're kind of seeing how they all died and like their origin stories, and I yeah, slowly- those are some of my favorites. Yeah, it slowly plays out through the era, and, and uh, they're showing each one of their own origin stories. And, and the fun part is that you you have on you in the afterlife what you died with. So that's why he still he, you can't get the air he can't get the air out of his neck mm-hmm. because uh, it'll just go right back. And uh, and the uh, Wall Street era 
Lehman Brothers associate uh, died with his pants off, so he has no pants yeah. during the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no underwear, by the way. People leave that part out. That yeah, because no yeah, when he, he celebrates, he puts his hands on his head like, oh, no, they blur it out. Like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's so great. And, uh, yeah, this show, I mean, the, the they, they have Brooklyn Nine-Nine era um, n- understanding of how to not use some of the characters too much yeah like you said to not get annoying yeah uh and and i mean the the through jokes throughout it all like the uh um isaac's uh hatred for alexander hamilton is so hilarious (laughs) through the show i mean i have laughed so hard at the same joke so many times yeah uh the best is when he goes he goes he's talking about alexander hamilton they go oh the guy on the ten dollar bill the what That was just amazing. And, uh, yeah, and then, of course, the musical. Oh, God. Yeah, just... yeah I just need you to write my biography and then turn it into an award-winning musical. Yeah, yeah, all I care about is a biography so that it can become a musical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. So it, this, this whole series has been great. The the, the wife, uh, the, the main... Samantha is the character's name, Samantha. plays by Rose yeah. McIver, who's been around for a while. Um, I zombies. Yeah, I, I zombies. She was mine. also a Power Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found out she was in. Oh, I think I looked it up, and she's like the the Yellow Bear Power Ranger or something like that. Uh, Yellow Bear RPM Ranger. Yeah, Power Rangers RPM. So whatever that as is, you, as you as you are. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then uh, yeah, the part that I, I guess what I enjoy about it is they, they don't try, they kind of make fun of the fact that they're like, look, this is problematic trying to explain ghosts. There's going to be plot holes. There's yeah. going to be whatever. And so they just kind of roll with it. I, and, and this funny way there's, I won't, I won't give anything away. I promise. But there's a scene where the, uh, what's the husband's name again? Uh, Jay. Jay. There's something that happens at one point. He goes, Oh, I love when they expand the mythology. so yeah there's just all this funny stuff that uh you know they're 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 being very self-reflective and it's really funny really meta if you will but uh well they say like no one gave us a handbook so they're kind of all trying to figure stuff out ghost handbook damn it yeah so they're trying to and they all have different powers so like um Isaac Higginsoot, the uh the revolutionary war general died of dysentery so when someone walks through him it, it smells awful. <laughs> it smells awful. Yeah. And when, it, when someone walks through you, it, it hurts really bad. So they don't want that to happen. Um, Alberta Haynes, the uh, Prohibition era singer, she can sing and people hear. Trevor is, it takes every ounce of energy, but he can, some like, if he really concentrates, he can push stuff or, like, write, write things on the, uh, the mirror when Jay's taking a shower. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't, don't tell me anything. I haven't come to Pete's no, not. power yet. Um, flower when she walks through someone they like basically come under the spill of like a psychedelic for about half an hour they get uh, high yeah they, they get, get high. high yeah <laughs> um i don't remember i don't know if i've come across heady thorfins or sassapis yet because like they kind of slowly roll all the stuff out which i love they do yeah it's been it's been amazing yeah so uh yeah i'm not gonna tell you they said thorfins you've seen that a hundred times how he died? Um, yeah, he died in the like his people left him, and he was walking through the woods, and he just collapsed. He was struck remember. by lightning. That's right, he was struck but, by lightning. Uh, so he can so control. So he can make the lights like uh, flicker. Flicker, yeah. <laughs> and the one time he <laughs> makes him, the light bulb explode, yeah. 
So That's it's right. yeah. yeah, they don't have a great control over their powers, and it's it's just great because now someone can from the real world can talk to them. So now they like find out about TV, and they're into like baking shows and reality TV shows, and uh, yeah, and yeah. then they when they the find out about TV Facebook, great. Yeah, they find out about Facebook. Trevor's like, he's like, I want to ask about this girl. Oh, she's got a kid. Oh, she's a milf, and he's like, and he thinks it's his. He's like, oh, I'm a dilf. <laughs> and he goes around. Listen, <laughs> I'm a responsible dilf now. I can't be doing. <laughs> yeah and his like all his they do a good job of like their humor stays with them from like and what their understanding of it from their era they were alive yeah they're very very few of them are growing as people yeah like you know what i mean like i don't say not growing but like you said like he's like do you know what a milf is have you heard of this it's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and anything you know one of the best though is uh when so if someone dies and gets you know gets into like this the beam of light into heaven or whatever he he, he told everyone it's called me called sucked off and so they're all going around can't wait to get sucked off yeah she got sucked off yesterday (laughs) and he's like don't tell him what it means it's so great this is all i have Uh, yeah oh my god it's yeah it's all yeah they find out about ghostbusters and they're appalled it's like it's just yeah it's just so fantastic that's right yeah that was was like a horror movie to them yeah it's just innocent ghosts in there yeah that that and then bringing up the funniest part that like I've, I've definitely thought about it but I don't you know I, I still forget about it sometimes is they're like they talk about seeing Slimer <laughs> who died and made that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they've never explained why these ghosts look like that <laughs> like yeah so true and uh, yeah no the, the I, I, I don't want to give too much away but just some of the lines in the show I've just I have it above uh, uh, Abbott Elementary and above AP Bio. Oh wow! Uh, on my list already. Yeah, and I'm through only one season. I mean, uh, I, I I love it. I don't know if I love it that. I mean, I would put it in the same. Which one do you same, have above it? I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of have them all in the same realm. I would think it's it definitely has I, potential to be great. But I mean, I love Abbott Elementary has some great. Line. I think some of that might be like recency bias. Well, I mean, I just watched a new episode of Abbott yesterday but uh it i the i new, like Abbott I thought Elementary the new episodes came out on Wednesday. Well, I I just now got to one of them. Well, that's <laughs> but, your problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, it was great. But I uh, Abbott I I laugh really hard like twice. And then there's like chuckles through, along the way where to to me. And and uh this one and I'm literally judging by laughs. Like AP Bio 2 had some really hilarious ones, but they had some pretty weak episodes. But honestly, the last season's AP weak. Bio, I don't, I don't, AP, I don't really put that on them. Like NBC kind of th- messed, like threw yeah. everything all around. Well, but AP Bio, I would say, is the closest to this show as far as it, it's thematically very similar. I mean, it's fish out of water is thrown into this yeah. studio area. You find out about the students one episode at a time. And but I would say AP and Bio and this are closer together because they're kind of they're more ridiculous, whereas. Um, That's what I'm I don't think yeah, Abbott Elementary can compare this because if you want to compare it to like a Parks and Rec or Office or something, sure. yeah. that would be yeah. more because they let the stories. It's more about the there's still a story well, just, to unfold. Just wait. So the second half of the season becomes, I would say, sweeter. You know, mm-hmm. uh, now that they have characters developed, uh, they'll start to get a little bit more like how Parks and Rec did, where it's it's really hilarious because you know the characters and you know, like the reactions they're going to have to certain things. And you so you're, you're laughing before it even happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and, and it becomes sweeter and more, uh, personable, but, uh, the second half of the season, I think that was just thought I had, but, 
yeah, we'll see where it goes. But yeah. yeah, so far, I mean, I I have had uncontrollable laughter multiple times watching this show so far. So that that's why I just say that is I I can't remember laughing this hard at something several times in the episode. Yeah. As as I have been in this one. Like it's just been it's been I mean it's like I've been laughing as much as the first time I watched season one of Archer. Like that's how oh, much wow. I've been laughing yeah. while I watch this one. And I'm like and I, I pay attention to that because I, I would say I'm probably not an easy laugh. Yeah. I, I you know compared to other I mean I, I love comedy and I want to see comedy and I'm I'm happy when it's good. But like I'm also like, you know, I can get disappointed in comedy pretty easy yeah. <laughs> if it's not good. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. And like, I'll, I, I will catch myself. I give shows the benefit of the doubt for too long. You're actually quicker to quit a show when it goes downhill than I am. I think uh, you'll, you'll be like, you know what? Quality's gotten bad. I'm like, no, it hasn't. And then I'll pay attention. I'm like, yeah, it has. Yeah. See, cause I, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can see the yeah, tea leaves. Yeah. I can read it fast. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, I can see what's happening here. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're better. You're better at that. I I give things a benefit of the doubt longer, and I'm like, no, I'm liking this. And I'm like, wait, I laughed like once out loud, and I just kind of chuckled a few other times. I'm just I'm just still enjoying it because I'm I enjoy the character that they developed the first few seasons. You know what I mean? But the the comedy, the jokes aren't as good anymore. Yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, but this one I think I think it's going to be solid. We'll see. It obviously has the ability to go south at any point, but yeah, uh, so far it's been really solid. So I'm I'm happy. And it and by the way, what's fun about it is there's ability for new ghosts to be added too. Yeah, uh, at any given point, and and. Uh, so, I mean, it'd be hard to introduce an older character uh, and explain why there's suddenly an older character, but it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, if this is based off of a British show of the same name. Um, the they the people that brought it over, developed for American television, are Joe Port and Joe Wiseman. Um, Joe Wiseman, you probably heard before. Joe Port yeah. has been around a while. He did Last Man Standing, New Girl, 1600 Pin, which was really funny, but it kind of lost its way about halfway through. Um, the last OG, which I heard is good. Um, and then Zoe's extraordinary playlist, which I haven't seen. My sister loves it. Um, uh, but that seems like more her thing than mine. Um, and then, yeah, Joe Wiseman, I, it looks like they all, they work together for most of this stuff as producers. So, uh, yeah, uh, I enjoy it very much. I'm going to keep going. Um, you you need to take a you need to take a detox because <laughs> you oh no, I do you blew it way, way too fast but I uh, it yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll try and pick up and watch a little bit more but uh, I was telling you before we start recording that we're gonna I'm gonna introduce uh, Lauren to Justified so I think we're gonna start that tonight but Ghost I can throw it on at the end of the day and just like or end of the night like before you go to bed and it's like oh that's just a relaxing that's, thing that's the thing I mean. You watch three episodes in an hour. Yeah. So that that's what happened. I had a few days in a row where I had where I was by myself at night. I was like, oh, just well. ignoring the wife, ignoring the kids. Just oh yeah. They can when I say alone, I mean yeah, completely ignoring them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were there and asking for things, but I just totally ignored them. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, uh, let's move enough. on. Um, yep. So on Friday, because I Lauren was out of town this weekend, I was like, ah, oh, Friday I'm going to go to the movies and I'm going to see something, and. She wanted me to wait on her for the whale, and then there was some. And Babylon got bad reviews. And I was like, "All right, well, I can see Plane or Megan." And I was actually leaning Megan. I, w- I wish I would have, because I went and saw Plane, and it was what I thought it was going to be. It's got a seven point zero on IMDb, which seems high. Uh, basically, a pilot finds himself caught in a war zone after he's forced to land his commercial aircraft during a terrible storm. Um, 
It stars Gerard Butler, Daniel Pineda, who you might have seen in, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Cowboy Bebop when they did the live action version, although not a lot of people saw it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Michael right. Coulter, um, Tony Goldwyn, Tony Goldwyn and his ass, his ass off. Love him. Uh, um, Paul Ben-Victor, who you've seen a lot of things. He was uh, the Greek in The Wire, being that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, and then... There's a few other people. I don't know if you know. I mean, that's basically everyone I think you'd know from that. Joey Slotnick from the 90s is, is uh, the jerk on the plane. But basically, it's a movie. Um, it's there. I thought it was going to be a movie. I thought there was going to yeah. be more action. There wasn't. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. There's. I mean, oh, that part surprised. Towards me. the end, there's more. But like, I, I mean, it, within the first 10 minutes you get the exposition shouted at you. So you know both Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter's background very quickly into the movie. Like, it, it, they just straight tell you it. And uh, it's like, oh, oh that weird. seems... Yeah, so Mike Coulter is a uh, a criminal who's being... Um, I, I They finally caught him. And he was a foreign... Le- he got... I, got, I don't know. Like, finally caught the tater. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know if he got... I don't remember if he got framed. But basically, they're saying he committed a murder, but it was uh, self-defense. So he flees, he goes and joins the Foreign Legion where they don't ask questions, and they finally catch on to him. So they're transporting him. And at the last second, they bring him on the plane. Don't tell the pilot or anything. And like, yeah, we got to put him on the plane. He's in handcuffs. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? He killed a guy 15 years ago. He's been all around the world, but we found him. Like, they, that's what they say, like almost verbatim. And so you just get it sh- his background just shouted at you. Um, and Gerard Butler's, you kind of get too that he's an, he was an ex- a pilot in like the air force or a marines or something like that and okay. so yeah so about 20 minutes of it is the plane crashing and them going through stuff uh, and there's constant stuff like well that wouldn't happen well they wouldn't do that why is this but you, then you just kind of have to get past like that's just how gerard butler movies yeah. are now uh, yeah so they land there's not a ton of action there's i mean there's a good bit at the end but it's yeah, it's slow. Like it's a slow burn. It's not bad. I would give it a solid six point seven. Um, okay, that's how all those movies are going to be now. Yeah, I mean, they're I, all six point sevens. I saw Greenland a while back. Yeah, you remember that? Did you ever see that? Oh no, why would I? I saw a Cop Shop, <laughs> or as much of it as I could stomach. Uh, it, it's oh yeah, that's true. Uh, it was. I watched it and I was like, yeah, that's this is what he is now. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know it it was. It's a shoot 'em up kind. I mean, I mean, to be fair, that one wasn't so much, but um, it, it was just more of he's gonna make solid B movies, like yeah. like like it's gonna be a B movie. There's no maybe. It's gonna be. But a like B a movie. B would be but, like an eight, like an eighty, an eight or an eighty. Like these well, are six point seven. So these are like refer to no. What people refer to as B movies aren't eighties. Fair enough. B movies yeah, are what, what people now. And our and our where where we put things it would be in the sixties or low seventies. That's yeah, a B movie. That's fair. That's you know yeah that B movies are movies that you already know are not going to be great. Geostorm, you know I mean? Hunter Killer, yeah, well, The Vanishing, Angel has fallen, Greenland, Cop Shop. And what Angel Angel has fallen is more the the one. Yeah, you know, Olympus has fallen. Whatever the hell the first one was. Yeah, the, that that's more the style. Is it's going to be it's going to be some action. We're like, oh, that's pretty good action. The plot doesn't really matter, <laughs> uh, and the acting. You know what? I don't care. I'm going to like me some Jerry. 
Uh, yeah. And uh, but but the but everything else is just going to be like a little bit of wincing here and there, and leading up to the to the decent action. And uh, and and that's just like when I saw Greenland, I was like, same thing. Just instead of action, it was more kind of cool effects of like the comets or the you know the asteroids hitting Earth and stuff. You're like, okay. There's just some kind of cool effects and things like that, and and some action scenes and things like that. But it's not, it's not going to be great. It's not yeah. ever going to be something where I'm going to see someone I know somewhat in passing and be like, "Dude, you should see this movie." But you know what? <laughs> Law-abiding no. citizen, citizen, I liked a lot. That well, came that, out in 2009. 2009. <laughs> the thing is, I think I don't think he's a bad actor. Like, I think he's actually like a pretty decent actor. They just don't ever put him in stuff. That where he can like do it, they just put him in the same stuff, or he keeps taking the same things. Are you sure it was oh nine? I just yeah, I looked it up two thousand nine. God, I thought that was like ninety nine. <laughs> I thought that was a long, even longer to go. Uh, oh well. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's that's like his one good movie. But even Law Abiding Citizen was still I liked to me it. not. I enjoyed not, it thoroughly. I liked it, but I but I wouldn't tell other people to go watch it. I would. Like I, yeah. For that one, I thought it was, I, I thought it was well done. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it enough. did, it got a 7.4, which is an 8.4 in the real yeah. world. Um, and I would say, yeah, I would give it an 8.5. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know if I'd gone that high, but I, I enjoyed it enough. F Gary Gray yeah. movie. Now, I, yeah. Jared Butler, Jamie Foxx, kind of batting each, Leslie Bibb, Cole Meany, Bruce McGill, Michael Irby, Regina Hall. I know who's in it. A good cast. Viola <laughs> Davis. That's right. I forgot she was the mayor. But the cast doesn't necessarily tell you it's a good movie. Uh, we, we've, we've That's true. That uh, I, I, no, I, that one I enjoyed. I thought that one was a good one. But, uh, yeah, plain, you don't need to see it. It's. I mean, if it comes out streaming and you want to watch, it's like Sunday afternoon and you can't get off the couch. You can put it on yeah. and it'll pass. T- it's a movie. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like a movie. Like I said, I, yeah, I already know what I'm getting into. So, yeah, and it'll, it sounds like, as you said, it's going to be exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I expected. Yeah. Um, let's move on. So, I I am behind the times on this. You have been singing the praises for, of this for a while, and it just took me a while to get into it. But uh, for all mankind, I finally, we, we wrapped up season two. It was phenomenal. Uh, I loved it. Uh, the cast yeah. is so good. And basically, it season one was the Russians landed on the moon first, and how would that affect history from that time? And so, and the Americans trying to get to the moon, and so now both have a base, and they're kind of at odds a little bit. It's still kind of feeling each other out. The second one is it seems like they're going to try and work together, but things kind of go awry, and now they're very much. I mean, it's almost nuclear war. I think they went to DEFCON two or something. And yeah, so it's bad. There's there's guns on the moon. There's I mean, it's invading territories. Um, there's defectors. It's it's really good, except for um, Karen Baldwin's story, which just got. I feel like <laughs> they kind of know what to do with her at first, and they're like, oh god, that's right. We kind of keep we got to keep it's kind of do stuff for the whole season, and it's just so dumb. I think I know what's going to happen. It's um, coming back. If you it's haven't seen oh, this, I would fix it. Go ahead and they fix it. All right. Netflix it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, so season three is after that, it's caught up. And so we're going to start season three soon. Um, it's good. The cast is great. Um, yeah, the you acting is phenomenal. The acting Especially is phenomenal. Karen Baldwin, by the way. She is. Who, Chantel uh, Van Satin, who you also yeah. know as the mom um, of the boys. Uh, to, and the boys for the Homelanders. 
uh, Homelander's baby mama? <laughs> or the Flash's girlfriend in season two. Uh, I, oh, I didn't watch that. For, for a full season? I tried yeah. Flash. It was, ugh, no thank you. It was so bad. It was really bad. And it's still on. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, she, she, I was telling you during the time, I was like, man, I'm telling you whenever you watch this show at some point, like even, even when her character is not, has, has, it just does have a writing dip in season two. Uh, she still acts the hell out of it. Yeah, she still uh, does. And I, does an amazing job. Joel Kinnaman does an amazing job. Well, he always does show. an incredible job. He really does. He really does. How, how you could ever not love that guy, I don't know. But, he he uh, will bring me to it. Like, if he's in something. Like, when they did the, the like, yes. I, I liked the movie, Hannah. And, and it had Sorcy Ronan and, um, oh, what's his name? From Australia. Yeah, I know. Was it called? Eric Bana. Yeah. Eric Bana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was yeah, a good yeah, movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And then uh, then they did the TV show. I was like, I don't know. Joel Kinnaman said, I'm in. Like, that was it. Like, he, he brings me to stuff. I also love the guy, Michael Dorman, who plays Gordo Stevens, who the last, the first two seasons has probably had one of the most interesting character arcs. Um, he also he was also in Patriot, which I heard was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was yeah, on, I, think so. I think it was on Amazon. Um, it's the same guy that I think that did Sneaky Pete, which I watched the first season. It was really good. I just forgot to keep going with it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it, this is uh, this has just been an amazing show. Yeah. <laughs> Cast top to bottom, everybody just nails it um, across the board. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they really do, and uh, and it's just fun. And it's, I mean, I tell people, it's not, it's about space, but it and the space program, but it, it's about what if the Cold War had continued? Yeah. And it's and it's taken from a from a view of the space race. Um, so there's other things going on in the movie in the background or the show in the background. Um, that but it's all a prism of how the space race would have continued uh, if the cold and the Cold War would have continued. And so and it's just really interesting to me because it's that fictional history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and just the slightest things could have affected so much and i really think it's pretty dead on plausible a lot of the calls they think we would have made yeah you know what i mean you know what I, mean? I mean we are we're too proud as a country at the time we would not have accepted failure yeah we would have been like Same okay with the well, russians that, yeah yeah and, and but i mean they kind of did <laughs> you know what i mean the space race ended well they went bankrupt basically purposes. yeah i mean right yeah when, when, when we when we made it Right, like they kind of deflated them, and then they worried about other stuff. <laughs> uh, but if we had lost, yeah, I, I thoroughly agree. I think it would have been all right. Uh, what's next? How do we beat them? You know, yeah. and uh, as, as a con- point of country pride, and uh, so yeah. So a lot of what's happened in this, I'm just like, it's really cool because they're not they're not inventing new technology. For they're not acting like we'd have, you know what I mean, invented some crazy new rocket ship. They're they're just like we would have sped it up. It would have happened a little faster. Yeah, and uh, well, they would have diverted more resources to it, which they had. Like they, they've they've cut it so much of the the budget now. That's exactly it. Is, is so much of the stuff could have been made all the way back then, but like, yeah, like you said, we we didn't we didn't have any budget involved so, uh, for the for NASA. So yeah, it's been it's been thoroughly fascinating. I love the episodes. I likened it to you at one point. <laughs> and and I was like, you'll have to see to see what un- to understand what I'm saying. But a lot of the episodes that are really fun, it's almost similar to watching a submarine movie, right? Because it's like 
you can't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, may, maybe there's no torpedoes or whatever, but it's like, how do we survive this, this new thing that happened uh, when we can't go into our outdoor environment? And it, it's just, a, I don't know. I love those kinds of, that kind of peril. Yeah. It's not someone's necessarily trying to kill me. It's I'm going to run out of oxygen or I'm going to run out of this, you know, or I'm going to freeze to death if I don't do something quickly and how do we use our intelligence to solve a problem? I, yeah. I love those. No, I do too. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for those all day. Yeah. And, and, unless you solve them in really stupid and implausible ways. Yeah. And it's a fairly <laughs> yeah. like, like not a lot of these people are known like Sonia Walger. We know from lost and she's been in a few things. Nate Cordry. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few things. Um, uh, Michael Dorman. I don't know if I've seen him and stuff, but man, I really like, he played Gordo and I really yeah. liked him. A lot I saw him in this. something before. I couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, I, I, yeah, like I saw him, him in one of the things. Sarah Jones uh, had been kind of. She was a Tracy, huh? Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, she's she been in Sons of Anarchy. She was in Sons of Anarchy. She was in um, Alcatraz. Yeah, she was, which had so much potential, but then wasn't good. She they were going to make a TV version of LA Confidential. I don't know if it actually ever came out. I think it got it scrapped. Didn't, it didn't. Yeah. It did, yeah. But it would have been great. Walton Goggins is Jack Vincennes. Um, oh, yeah, who would have been Stop the... Uh, yeah, Walton Goggins <laughs> would have played the uh, uh, Kevin Spacey role. Sarah Jones would have played the uh, Kim Basinger role. Shea Wiegum would have played the corrupt cop who's not really in the thing as much. Um, Tony Curran as uh, Captain Smith who was... Um, oh, I can't remember his name. Guy from Babe. But... Yeah, they Somewhere. had a. I would have. Yeah. Oh my God, Preston Exley. Yeah. God, that would have been great. I would have loved that. I love a good. I love a good LA noir or any kind of noir. I do too. Those are my favorite. Yeah. LA Confidential is still one of my favorite all time. Yeah. I, I, anytime it's on, it doesn't matter where. I'll finish it. Like, oh, you can just it. leave it there, and I can finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we're going to pick up in season three. We might take a little break because we're going to start doing a little justified. But we got a little bit of a show gap for drama stuff. Actually, comedies were, we, were the highest just because we got ghosts and we've got um, Abbott. Detectorists. And then, well, Abbott Elementary is a, a weekly one. Yeah. But Detectorists, yeah, yeah. we'll blow through that pretty quick. I, I, I love that one. Um, we're, we're still continuing that. We finished the first season, it ended great. We're season two. I think we're about halfway through. Um, I, I I can't describe why, but Detectorist is like, I just, like, it's funny. It's got great lines, but I just love it so much. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. No, I'm definitely going to watch more. I saw the pilot, and I I don't, I'm trying to remember if I finished episode two. I think I did. So keep I going. episode two. So season oh, yeah, one, it, it, like, the thing is, it's just a steady comedy, because it's, it's, it, it's a comedy, but it's more about like it's also about the characters a lot, like how great the how how good the characters are and how great the actors like flesh them out. And then season one ends really well, and season two I think is actually funnier. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get going. So I I think I cut off right where they figure out the girl with them is uh is uh part of the uh, their rival crew. Okay. Um, they and they haven't even figured it out yet. She just showed up at the bar to watch the guy play his song. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, that's hard to believe. That's only in the second episode. Yeah, that's in the second episode. So, or second or third, maybe on the third. But yeah, it's it's that they're at that point. So you yeah. know, I've liked it so far. So I mean, it's it's more like a 
I would describe it to someone else as a quote unquote cute show. Yeah. That has some funny parts. Yeah. More than like a raucous comedy. It's yeah, it's not, uh, it's just a it's just like I just kind of feel like I get invested with the characters and the people really well and yeah, like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just has a ton of heart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I, no, I'm I'm here for it. So yeah, I'll keep watching that. And uh, yeah, do I'm that. excited. Um, all right, let's move on to, uh, boy, this was big. So we got the series premiere of Last of Us. Um, and I like the yeah. fact that we're going to get two different views of this because I'm someone who's played the original game. I played it through, I think, like three or four times. It's one of the greatest video games ever. And then I played the sequel once. And then you have not played the video games at all, right? Nope, never played them. All right. So it's interesting because the... It stays pretty like we're only one episode in, but it stays really close to the uh, the game, and that the opening is very similar. Um, they change a little bit things here and there, uh, and also the if you haven't seen this yet, you stop. Just pa- don't fast forward. Just pause. Go watch the show, then come back. Um, it's only one episode, but. The opening where you see where they're in, like, I guess 2003 through that time, and then everything's starting to happen. You see his daughter die. That all takes about 10 to 15 minutes in the game. And it's um, it's not as in-depth into the girl, like, who his daughter is and all that. But you don't need that as much. Uh, right. Whereas this kind of... The the actress that played her... Oh, man, I got to find... Um, Nico Parker. She plays Sarah Miller did a really good job. And you're like, you kind of, you get invested in that character. So when she dies, it's, there's so much more gravitas to it. And so you Wait, feel a dies? lot more. Huh? And who dies? The daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the, the girl, but oh God. No, no, no. The daughter. His, his actual daughter. Yeah. When she dies, like there's a lot that more. That was, oh, that was so brutal. It's, it's gut-wrenching in the game too. Um, but I also, I knew it was coming. I knew all this stuff was coming. And so, um, but it was still like you still feel it, and it was such a good scene. Like you, you felt that big time. But I mean, for people who didn't play the video game, that's a huge moment. That because you probably thought that girl was going to be in this for a while, right? Yeah, she. They set her up as the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, he was kind of a bit of an aloof dick. Yeah. <laughs> for, no, no, I want to go that far. Not that. Far, he wasn't aloof, far, but he's just busy with work, trying to get stuff done. He was busy. He was busy and living life and what anybody could do. Not mm-hmm. think the best things for you know they take some things for granted but uh yeah yeah absolutely and they set her up i mean she she's just so dang lovable yeah. you're like well that's the daughter everyone wants right there. yeah like that's that's so awesome yeah no she was she was awesome like yeah she was a really good actress too yeah yeah um absolutely. yeah um and then pedro pascal it's interesting so like when he, they go cut forward he's i don't remember i don't remember exactly what he was doing in boston because, I mean, as you've seen from the show, he's not there long. Like, he's got his mission, and he's off. Um, but I don't think he was going to look for his brother in Wyoming either. It's been a while since I've played this. I'm going to probably play it again here pretty soon. But um, he's going in the show. His brother, uh, Tommy, played by Diego Luna. Or Gabriel Luna, yeah. I'm sorry. Gabriel Luna. Uh, so they had some kind of falling out because of the Fireflies, which is like a resistance to the uh yeah. the the government that's kind of taking over I'm yeah spoiled. okay <laughs> no no i'm not I, I, no because this is i think that differed a little bit because i don't remember him 
being in Boston or having anything to do with the Fireflies. I don't remember. Okay. Um, okay. But so he's going to Wyoming because he stu- he lost touch with his brother and he's concerned. Oh, Gabriel Luna was Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I good. stopped watching Agents of Shield at that point, but I know a lot of people really that, liked. That him. was when it got. That's when it finally got better again. Oh, okay. <laughs> was from that point forward. Yeah. Okay. He, people liked the last two seasons, but that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was yeah. He was solid. Like a lot of people want him to come back to the MCU. That's what I've heard as that character. Yeah, yeah. and which and that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, I forgot. So basically, they find. Ellie, and um, all you know is that he gets introduced to her. Like, like you got to take her to. In the game, it's Colorado, um, and I don't want to go into it too much as to why, because I think it might release stuff. But in this, it seems like it's they got him going to Wyoming, and then someone there is gonna take her. Um, I don't know if they're gonna keep that consistent, but I mean, this it follows the game very, very well. I don't want to go too much into how into the game and the, the the difference between the two maybe after the first season we can do more of a comparison but so far it's it's touched on the 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 characters and the storyline enough that it needs to but it's diverged enough to give it a little bit more to substantiate it a little bit more to give it a little bit more uh juice yeah yeah it it, it you had it had to unpack a ton of information yeah. again me not having played the game there was like like you had some point of reference of what they're doing where they're going, but like I even learned something as simple as they uh, when, when they when they went out into the you know to outside the the wall if you will uh, to to the to the whatever the empty lands <laughs> in the in the nighttime mm-hmm. uh, they see they run into that guard that he paid off before and worked with um, and you see that he has something to scan them to say if they have the disease or not. Yeah, fungus or not, and they scan and like both of them are green, and then sh- and then we we said spoilers, right? And then she's she's red, and they're like, oh, and you can and you know they they had had her in quarantine for uh, over a week, they say at one point, and watching her, watching her, watching her, and nothing's changed, and they can't believe it. And she's like, what are you doing? And you see that she'd been bitten, scratched, whatever, whatever caused the problem that was on her wrist. And the red means she is infected, and it's been a while, and she's still showing no signs. So, it it, it leads you to believe that she's she's immune to whatever mm-hmm. this is, and that's why she's going to be the special package that's got to be transported wherever. Which, to be fair, we've seen this before <laughs> in other movies, but I'm still really enjoying the execution of this one. Yeah, I mean, this um, isn't is really this isn't new. Like same with like Mandalorian, where he's got Baby Yoda. It's Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, that's and so one. yeah, we, Lone Wolf and Cub. Exactly. Yeah, so we've seen it before, but it can always be done well. Um, yeah. And I, one thing to note, it, it, and this wasn't in the video game. I don't think there was a timeline, but at the very beginning, you see that the little I think it was a little girl that comes in and they scan her. It turns red. She's infected. They're like, all right, we're just going to give you a you know a quick needle that'll. Uh, uh, to medicine and then we'll give you whatever you want to eat but then you see the signs of the wall like it, it says if you've been bit in the neck or head area you've got 15 minutes until full uh, infection uh, body arms and stuff is like I, I, I don't, it gives you a breakdown of the different times which I didn't I don't think they had that in the game but I like that they kind of give you you get a timeline for that so you know it happens fast mm-hmm. um, but it can be depending on where you get bit it can differ 
Yeah, because it's got to work its way. It's a, it's a mold, a fungus. It's got to yeah. work its way through your bloodstream. Yeah, I also and, uh, loved that intro uh, in the 1960s. Oh, of that that, was awesome. that is not in the game at all. And I thought that was a really good way of explaining things. And it's funny how they're like, yeah, fungus doesn't want to get, doesn't like places above 94 degrees. But if the, if the world were to get hotter, I'm like, oh, God. Global warming. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. And, and now I've got to immediately start Googling if that any of that is true. <laughs> I'm like, can it? Can, can that happen? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah. yeah it's, mean, oh, dude, it's. Well, uh, just keep like, just wait. Like, um, you saw how that one person they're they're kind of going through the city, and there's a person that's kind of it looked like the mold kind of like encapsulated him against the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was long gone. Or yeah, something. that's an interesting part. Like, it's man it's gonna there's there's still so much and i can't wait and there's a lot of people we haven't met yet like jeffrey price who actually voiced tommy in the video game will be in a couple episodes nick offerman who plays bill who's one of the most favorite mm -hmm. characters um will be in it later but actually the guy who voiced bill in the video game is uh oh he was in um he was dan from uh deadwood what's his name oh yeah yeah and he did a great that. job in that. Yeah, even Murray Bartlett's still coming. Anna Torv has done a great job as Tess. Um, yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah, so I, I am so excited. It's it's funny too because as soon as as soon as the episode was over, I was like, Lauren, Lauren, what do you want to watch now? She said, Well, let's do another episode. Of that I was like, No, no, we get those one a week. She's like, This is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. It is terrible. And man, I mean, they spent all the money on this show, so it's it's funny because HBO. I'm so happy and so angry at the same time because they they spend so much money on their shows that you get this amazing movie style production out of them. But then it's like if it doesn't perform perfect, they're canceling it because it's too expensive. Well, see, that's the difference. There's <laughs> HBO Max and there's HBO, which are two HBO, different. Right. Yeah. And they own two. So right. HBO Max is the one where the. Um, the guy from Discovery came over and started axing all these things. But the well, thing is, some of it's on him, really. but some of it's also on Warner Brothers. They over, they are massively in debt and have overextended themselves because they've spent all this money on like DC and things that just keep bombing. But hold on, but before we go forward, but just to be clear though, HBO is the one that always cancels their shows for the expense. Uh, HBO Max, they came in and what they canceled, there was, believe it or not, a pretty good reason for and it was strictly that, you know, they spent four billion buying it, <laughs> and they're like, we've got to get tax write-offs. We got to make it look like a loss this year, so we don't have to pay two billion more yeah. in the taxes. And so they took some. What happened is these these expensive shows that they filmed, like Batgirl and these other things, that were expensive products. They weren't going to come out in the theater. Yeah. So they already knew they weren't going to bring any more revenue. Yeah. So they're like, cancel it. That's a two, that's a hundred and fifty billion million dollar loss, and then same with these other things that they were already not really well performing. <laughs> but HBO is the one that Deadpool Deadwood was canceled because of expense. Yeah, not but that's different. Else. That's different. That Rome, was back in the Rome early. But that's bit that's different, Andy, because that was back in the early two thousands. That was a different time. They didn't have all these shows that they have now. Where like there's there's not the IP war that there is now. HBO was much different. Now, they could have afforded to do Deadwood and Rome and those probably now. But at that time, there wasn't the shows. There wasn't any people that had HBO. Or there was no streaming services back then. I mean, Westworld was canceled because of the expense. Yeah. They, they have, the thing is, they have to... They, it's really not different. It's the same thing. They have to, they have, to have enough viewers 
to justify, you know, that are tuning in for that show to justify the expense of that show. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, like as what I'm saying is, as a viewer, like, I love the amount of production value that we're getting in these shows. But at the same time, as a fan, uh, I'm like, man, if Deadwood, if they'd spent, and, and like Westworld, if they'd spent, you know, instead of uh, $80 million an episode, spent 65 Yeah. <laughs> it may not have all looked as perfect and pretty, but I'd get season four. Well, and also, <laughs> you know but I mean? some of Westworld too, like the reason it's no longer on any of the, uh, the, the catalogs is because they don't want to pay uh residuals either to the actors yeah yeah but the but the fact that it ended on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. is because it was too expensive yeah and uh, and it didn't justify added viewers coming back and that's all my point is is if they wouldn't have to have as many people to justify watching these if they didn't spend quite as much on it <laughs> so there's that, that balance and hbo's philosophy seems to have always been well we're gonna just spend all the money and gamble that it's going to work. And yeah. if it doesn't work, we'll cancel it. But if it does, you've got an amazing show with an amazing budget. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, it's a love-hate thing for me. Like, I love it, but then when it gets canceled, it's always my favorite thing is getting canceled. And it's always because of expense, not because of the show sucked. Well, that show's always terrifying great. for Last of Us, then. Because this is going to be a big, this is a big production thing with a, some, a big actor attached. Um, well, it, it did uh, really well. So yeah. it, it uh, so the the viewership ratings it was number two it's number two all time now for them behind House of the Dragon. Uh, so no, House this, of the this, Dragon. The last uh, of us premiere is the biggest since Boardwalk Empire. Oh, that's not what I read. But all right, uh, I mean, well, we, we, I've got a, I got a link in the, our news section. Um, it draws over four oh, million viewers. Live viewers for HBO or streaming. Uh, it just uh, draws over 4 million viewers for its HBO premiere. Oh, so that's HBO. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's for the for the, uh, for the the channel. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, that sounds that's probably right. 4.7 million viewers tuned in to watch the video game adaptation premiere episode during its first day of availability. So this was announced yeah. on Monday. We didn't watch it till... I don't think we watched yeah. it till yesterday. So Monday or Tuesday we okay. watched it. Yeah, this is this is going to do well. <laughs> I'm not worried yeah. about it because because this is going to scratch the itch of people who enjoyed Walking Dead but either gave up on it a long time ago or you know they're sad that it's finally done, <laughs> which which is clearly a a ton of viewers. So yeah, this will this will do well for a long time. Yeah, what, what th- yeah, thank not, goodness. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because so far it's been fantastic, and and you have the luxury of knowing where it's going. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm is going, that a luxury? No idea where it's going. Is that a luxury? Well, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I mean, I guess I should say you have the confidence in the show because you know where it's going to go and that that's good. Yeah. Whereas like me, I'm like, I don't know what's coming next. Like, because there is, there was a part of me. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, if I didn't have buddies like you and some other people who played it and said the game is amazing, the way it ends, uh, then uh, I w- I was a little trepidatious about watching yet another, another zombie thing that yeah appears to be zombies yeah i was just kind of like uh do i need another like <laughs> i i feel like i don't yeah and, and i i honestly i don't know if i'd have watched it if i didn't already know that i mean pedro pascal and anything i'm in yeah 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 i mean there's the pedro pascal of it all for sure yeah so, i mean 
And, and, and in reality, who's kidding who here? I would have at least given it a few episodes either way. Yeah. I, I don't think I was nearly as excited about it as other people for that reason of just, ugh, more zombies. Yeah. Like, it's the new vampire. <laughs> yeah. Right? I guess, oh, people like it? We'll give you 900 shows about it. Oh, well, now it's not special. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, this is this it blew me away. That episode, the pilot episode blew me away. Well, uh, I, it, there's especially so, the outbreak. Yeah, there, there's so much. Yeah, that part, they did a really, really good job with that because, um, yeah, if you get a chance after, I don't even know if you want to do it. We'll see where the first season ends, but um, the game is still so fantastic. I think you would still enjoy the show, um, but the video game. And there's two of them, right? There's two video games, yes. Yeah. But I, want, okay. I wonder how they'll, how they'll break that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. It'll be, I don't know. Either way, I'm 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 having fun with it. I can't wait, and I'm not gonna read up anything about the games. I, I want it to be a total surprise. So yeah, I do hear that it's absolutely heartbreaking. So, uh, you know, I have some feelings of, of how it might end, but either way, I'm excited about it. Yeah, uh, let's move on. So we've got uh, Mayor Kingstown season two is back. And this is right off. I mean, this is so it's the Jeremy Renner starring show on the Taylor Sheridan Network, uh, Paramount Plus. And this comes, you know, shortly after his uh, accident, uh, horrific accident, horrific yeah. accident, where we don't know a ton, like basically a gigantic uh, ATV rolled over him. Snowcat. Yeah, rolled over him. I had he had chest. Contusion, like heavy chest trauma. It crushed his chest and almost took off his leg. I, we still don't know if yeah. it took his like if he'll walk again because of his leg and foot. But this was yeah. our this had already been wrapped up filming. Um, we loved season one. Season one was phenomenal. Um, we pick up on season two right pretty shortly after season one uh, leads off. Um, okay. Okay. So the prison you'll you'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked you haven't watched it by now, but. Uh, yeah, I was torn, and if it's going to end in a cliffhanger, and then I don't care, they're not going to be able to ever do a season three because of yeah, Renner. I, I don't care. So, I don't care. I, I love the first I season. I'll I'm keep watching. Um, so it it leaves to where the prison is kind of contained. So there's guards on the outside. All the prisoners they still have the run of the prison, but all like anyone any civilians or guards have been pulled out and. Basically, the the prison they're all living in tents on in the yard. It's kind of a, it, it's kind of just there's different roaming gangs that are, you know, fighting for for territory in a place that doesn't really have any territory. So, because they're all the all the gang leaders are dead, so there's no leadership anywhere. So they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with this. Uh, Mike McClusty's running around trying to uh, keep a lid on all this stuff. Iris. He is trying to find an out for her, and he's trying to set her up uh, to get witness protection because she knows stuff about Milo, played by Aiden Gillen, who was the big bad boss who was in jail the whole time, uh, but clearly still had a ton yeah. of power. I mean, he even had FBI on his payroll, and yeah. now yeah. he is out. Uh, we saw at the end of season one, he dressed up as a guard. They can't find him. Um, and now Mike McCleskey, played by Jerry Renner, is realizing... They haven't found any bodies that match him. Um, they don't know where he's at, and it's incredibly dangerous that he's out because of who he is. Uh, yeah. So he's trying to get Iris to get into the witness protection program. Um, he's trying to get uh, Bunny, played by Toby 
Bam Teffa, who we loved in season one, who was the head of the, I think he's the head of the Crips. And he's, so he's, there's also a turf war on the outside of people trying to, you know, trying to gain ground because there's such a, there's a power vacuum. And so he's trying to get things under control with them. He's trying to get things under control with the cops. And now the guards, a lot of the guards uh, were attacked in the prison. And so they've got to do something with them. Do they go back? Do they, you know, there's some trauma there from what happened. So it's basically the first episode. It seems like this whole season is they're just trying to clean up the mess of how season one ended. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm very excited and I'm going to watch it. In fact, yeah. I'm probably going to watch it this week, but uh, you need I to watch it this week. It it's tonight. fantastic. Yeah. I'll knock it out tonight. <laughs> Who's kidding me? Yeah. I, I'm shocked. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's Wednesday. I'm shocked you haven't done it so far. Yeah. You know what? I only had enough time to watch that or last of us. So I chose last of us. And uh, yeah, I, cause I knew I'd get to Mary Kingstown, but I will probably tonight. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, then we'll kind of go. I mean, th- that's kind of all we need to talk about it for now. Um, we can kind of go into it next week a little bit more. And then to uh, finally to wrap up. So we got the finale kind of for Doom Patrol. Um, it's weird. So season four, they're saying this is part one or part A. And we only got six episodes. Um, it's been a great season. Uh, in the six episodes we've seen, I like it a lot. Um, it looks like we're still going to get the zombie butt apocalypse because Cliff forgot to close the fridge all the way. And at the very end of episode six, we see it get out. We also see that they are all in a pocket dimension because the, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but they're trying to steal Immortus. their, Immortus is trying to steal their um, immortality because they never aged. And we're seeing like one by one, they're starting to steal their mortality and they're all slowly aging. Um, Cliff is starting to get Alzheimer's. Um, Crazy Jane has gotten older. Um, we're kind of seeing it from all of them. Unfortunately, we're having to go back to the Yaga Brotherhood from last season, which was so painful and I hated. The only thing that good that came out of that was Michelle Gomez as um, Madame Rouge. But other than that, I do not want any more of that. Unfortunately, it looks like that's going to be the big bad for this season. Yeah, um, I hated that as well. There's, there's no maybe. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad. Again, like you said, I'm glad she's in it. I, I really like her. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't need to revisit this. Yeah, yeah, BS. But you know what? If at least I know now that the reason we had to suffer through that <laughs> was to both get Madame Rouge and to get Immortus, which uh, I'm sure, like everyone else, you didn't read these comics, no. <laughs> uh, Doom Patrol, but apparently Immortus is the ultimate big bad for them. Uh, so he's he's their main Doctor Doom or what, whatever Doom you want to call it. Yeah, yeah he, he's... And, and apparently... Uh, is a repeated vein throughout all of DC. So he's a problem for everybody. Okay. Not just Doom Patrol. But he started through Doom Patrol, was often there, you know, kind of like Doom. He wasn't just Fantastic Four. He, he bothered, you know, he messed with everybody, but it started from them. So that, yeah, so this is their big bad. So it's been all leading up to, to this dude. So, um, so at least if, if they're going to say that he's that guy from Yaya from at least they set up that character for a reason. And we didn't suffer for that for nothing, <laughs> but I hated the Yaya thing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're moving forward, but this, this show just, 
keeps getting weirder and yet better. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and it, I just love that, that it can do that. I mean, the the big holy F moment for everybody in this show uh, it was the fin- in the finale was at the end that uh, that an angry zombie butt escaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's zombie ass coming after us now. That's that's what's happening. Uh, and and we're just rolling with this and loving this show. And uh, try to explain that to a liter- liter- literature professor. <laughs> what are you watching? Well, zombie ass. <laughs> uh, but it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great show. And I, I guess I'm kind of glad that if they're going to space out the season a little bit, I'm okay with that. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like wait, waiting an entire year. Yeah, I that's think fine that with whole me. Model, I, I mean, it's. I guess it's good for the actors and everybody. I so would I mean, like to know when, it. when it's going to pick up, though. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, well, I like when they do, like, like when they used to do in the winter break, where they just take, like, a month and a half off. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then pick it back up. Like, that's perfect for me. Give me a little break to catch up and give everybody a chance to catch up if they like were behind on it for some reason and then drop the last four or five you know six weeks later and then you've got only you know eight months to wait instead of ten you know for the next uh, for the next episode so yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that but yeah um, yeah oh, either way the show's been great and I'm sure it has something to do with the HBO merger yeah uh, I do like that we got the addition of Sindel Ramamurthy as Mr. 104 I like him uh, it seems like him and, Miss, and Negative Man are going to have uh, a romantic storyline. Uh, we got more yeah. Mark Shepard as Willoughby Kipling. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's always good. Although he'll always be, uh, what's his name from Supernatural? Oh, Crowley. Crowley. He'll always be Crowley to me. Yeah. I'll, and he's from uh, Battlestar Galactica. That's where, well, I mean, he's from a lot of things before that. Yeah, he was that in That was one of Firefly. the ones that made him famous, too. Yeah. Oh, was he in that? Uh, briefly, he he's in it like a, a couple of times. He's kind of like a a shady uh, uh, fence, like a dealer. Oh, fair enough. You know what? I don't think I've still seen every episode of that. A Firefly? Yeah. Do you know? Because I saw the movie, so I was like, "Well, I already know how it ends." That doesn't matter. All right, fair enough. Maybe I'll go back. I think I know. You haven't seen the, that. I saw the first or three. Was out of order. The new episode of Mayor Kingstown. You're just. Do you hate yourself? Yep. I do, apparently. Uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll watch New Patrol. I hope that the break isn't because they paused production. Why they decided if there was going to be a future or not? Oh God, yeah, but, uh, that would be a bummer uh, if I, this ends up being a a, a cliffhanger. I, I I don't think so though, because Berlanti just signed a longer term deal yeah. extension with with HBO. So I'm betting it's because they like Doom Patrol and they wanted to keep going. But it could be that. He's going to go a different direction other than DC, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, that is everything we have for this week. Uh, we'll be back later with the news and coming attractions. We actually have quite a few shows that are coming attractions. Not a lot that we're going to watch, but they're still coming out. And then next week, we'll have our award show finally. So until that time, catchphrase. Buddy Retort.